You Can Handle Anything, episode number 312. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with the difficult situations in your life without blaming, complaining, and losing control. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions, but I also know that your emotional reactions can become a habit, which over time can damage your relationships, which over time can sabotage your life. And yet, when you are emotionally equipped with practical strategies you can rely upon to get emotionally unstuck in the moment, you can break those habits, feel in control, and shift into the person you most want to be no matter what. So you can go on living your life on purpose, or what I call living deliberately. And that's what you'll hear all about in this podcast. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So I have a lot of stories for you. I have so many stories. And that's because our lives are made up of stories. And in any moment, you can empower yourself with those stories, or you can disempower yourself with those stories according to what you choose and how you handle yourself. So I had a story in mind for you today, but I decided to defer it because yesterday I was coaching inside of my membership community. It's called the Living Deliberately Circle. And the topic or the situation that was brought up was so relatable and so important that I wanted to bring it to the podcast. So I want to start out with the question. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone and you're made to feel like you did something wrong? Like maybe they blamed you for the fact that you don't see each other enough or that you don't call enough, or maybe even, you know, the person is saying they're feeling lonely and it's causing you to feel like that's your fault. I'm sure that you have experienced some version of this. And what happens is you feel a sense of guilt. This is a natural reaction to when someone speaks to you in that kind of way. Now, when it comes to guilt, you can feel guilty for lots of things and in lots of different areas in your life, including feeling guilty for an act that you committed or you think that you committed or feeling guilty for something that you should have done or maybe even feeling guilty for having certain thoughts. Maybe you're feeling guilty because you feel like you're constantly upsetting other people or maybe because you just made a mistake about something and you feel guilty about it. There's lots of reasons why you might feel guilty, and a lot of people walk around feeling guilty in their lives, which is why, by the way, I'm going to be leading a three-day challenge in a couple of weeks all about how to forgive yourself and how to let go of guilt so you can move forward in your life instead of feeling stuck behind. In that challenge, I'm going to be focusing on why we feel guilty and where that emotion of guilt comes from. And we're going to break down the situations that you find yourself feeling guilty in. And then we're going to look at how to stop feeling guilty and how to forgive yourself. So by the way, if you're not yet on my newsletter, please hit pause right now on this episode, head over to my website, shiragura.com and subscribe to the newsletter. That way you will receive the details for this challenge and you'll be sure not to miss it. Okay, today 
I want to focus on the coaching session that I had inside of my community earlier this week. So what happened was the woman in my community went out to dinner with her mom and they were having a nice time until the mom starts complaining that she doesn't see her daughter often enough and all the other comments that I mentioned just a moment ago. And what happened was the woman who's in my community started to like, she was put in a really awkward spot, right? Just imagine it. You're going out with a friend or a family member and then they start complaining about how they feel about you or how the relationship is going and you just start to feel guilty. Now, I want to start off by saying that the person who is complaining, right, in this situation, it's the mother, she's not necessarily a bad person. She isn't complaining because she has malicious intent, most likely, right? She's complaining because she's feeling hurt and probably sad and probably lonely. And she's probably not emotionally equipped to know how to handle her emotions. And this complaining might be the only way that she knows of how to deal with her uncomfortable emotions. Now, I'm not saying this to condone the mother or the person in your life. I'm simply trying to help you understand why they may be doing what they're doing. In fact, if anything, that person may be complaining to you because they just want to feel closer and more connected to you. But There are many problems about this, including the fact that you may not even be seeking any more of a connection with that person. And the way that that person is talking to you is making you feel like you just want to have more distance from them. And perhaps most importantly, it's causing you to feel an emotion that you were not feeling just minutes before, and that is feeling guilty. Now, before I go on, I want to help you see that there's actually really two parts to this story. The part that is in the moment where my student is feeling guilty and she's feeling bad about herself and she's feeling exasperated because her mom is being relentless with these complaints. But the other part of the story is what you can do moving forward. So in the moment, right, it feels like this is all one big mess and that the only way to kind of solve the problem is to figure out, you know, like how to avoid this situation in the future. And by that, I mean setting a boundary or anything else that will help you feel more comfortable being with this person in the future. But the truth is, if you break down the story to what you need to do now, which is get emotionally unstuck from the guilt, and then you get clear moving forward, the situation is going to feel so much more manageable. And not only will it feel more manageable, it will actually be more manageable. And so I walked my student through the unstuck method so that she could see a little bit more clearly what was actually going on and what was in her control in this situation. Now, the unstuck method is comprised of many skills that when worked together can move you from emotionally stuck to emotionally unstuck. And so we spoke about the power of the pause in that moment and about giving herself permission to actually feel the guilt rather than resist it and the rest of the steps inside of that tool. Now, there are many steps you can take to release feeling guilty. And as I mentioned earlier, we're going to get way more into that in the challenge. But what I want to share with you here today on the podcast 
is something we spoke about on that Zoom session, and that is how someone feels in any given moment, whether you are directly involved in that situation or not, how that person feels is not your responsibility. In other words, just because someone is feeling sad or lonely or upset or frustrated, even if it's at you, you don't need to take that on. You don't need to take on what some people call emotional baggage. Now, I certainly don't want to sound insensitive by saying that, but I would like you to try to understand what I mean. In this situation, the mother is having an experience, right? She's having her experience. And at the same time, the daughter is having her experience in this relationship. They are both experiencing the same events, right? That is, when they meet, how often they meet, like the facts or the circumstances are the same, but their perceptions of those experiences are different. And that's because they are two different people with two different minds. And this is what happens all of the time when two people experience the same event. There will never be two of the same exact experiences of that event. And that's because our experiences come from our mind. It comes from our perception of the event itself. And so in this situation, the event, or I should say the events, right, are the number of times that they get together or what happens when they are together, right? It's the facts of the situation. The mother is sharing her feelings of sadness and disappointment and loneliness and maybe frustration about that. But just because the mother is experiencing that doesn't mean that the daughter also needs to experience that. That is not the job of the daughter. And that's not the job of anyone else in the world. Your job in the world is to create your own experiences and to choose your own experiences and to own your own experiences. Your job is not to take on someone else's experiences. And if somebody tries to do that to you, consciously or not, you can consider remembering that you don't need to take that on. That is not your job. I'll just offer another random example. I recently stopped coloring my hair, just like a couple of years ago. Some people like how I look with salt and pepper hair, and some people don't. If someone approaches me and makes a comment about how they think I should go back to coloring my hair because they don't like how it looks now, I don't need to take on their feelings about my hair. That's not my job. In fact, if I were to take on everyone's emotions in the world that they have about me, right? Well, that would be incredibly exhausting. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't listen to people when they are speaking and hold space for them when they're speaking and be compassionate towards them. They are entitled to feel whatever it is they are feeling, and they can also express what they're feeling because it's a free world. And like I said, it's not to say that you can't set boundaries for the future or do other things to ensure that you can feel good in the relationship, but that's the second step. The first step is always for you to get emotionally unstuck so that you can handle 
all of these emotionally challenging situations in the moment as they arise in your life. Because you need to take care of yourself first. And because trying to do anything else, like thinking about the future, or trying to teach someone a lesson, or anything else, while you're feeling stuck, it's just not going to work. You always have to start where you are. If you try to put yourself on any other trajectory of dealing with the situation at hand, other than where you're actually at, it's only going to make getting through that situation not only so much harder, but so much longer. Okay, so my dear friends, when was the last time someone made you feel guilty? Maybe someone blamed you for not doing the dishes. Maybe they blamed you for being late to something. Maybe they blamed you for not making more of an effort in the relationship. They just blamed you. And then you started to feel guilty because you were taking on their emotional baggage. There is a process for getting unstuck from guilt. But for now, what if you could just start by considering that you don't need to take on their baggage. They can be upset, they can be disappointed, they can be frustrated, they can be sad, they can be resentful, they can be in their experience, but you are not responsible to take on their feelings. What would your life look like if you did not fall into that trap of taking on someone else's emotions? As I mentioned in the beginning, there are lots of other ways and places that we can feel guilty in our lives, but trying to eliminate guilt without understanding what's making us feel guilty in the first place and why we have a tendency to fall into that trap is really going to be a losing battle. That's exactly why I'm going to be leading a free three-day challenge just on this topic. So if you found today's episode interesting, I think you will find the challenge incredibly helpful. Make sure you are subscribed to my newsletter so that you receive the information to sign up for the challenge, which is happening in just a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend or family member who may not know much about podcasting. If they need help, please show them how to subscribe to the show and how they can leave a review. And if you aren't yet subscribed to my newsletter, make sure you do sign up by visiting my website, shiragura.com. I look forward to being with you again next week.